0: This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers.
1: Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving.
2: With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy
1: fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around.
0: Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves, and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks.
2: So, make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today.
1: We got you, baby. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind.
2: Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie.
1: It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies.
2: I like to
0: think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead.
1: Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie is baked to perfection
2: by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next
0: time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler's Sandy's Shortbread Cookies to enjoy a simple
2: moment of comfort. It's time to tell our Podmeets World listeners that if you're currently tuning in via headphones, it's time you take audio seriously and join the JLab family. JLab offers incredible sound for all of life's moments. It's tech done better. Consumers deserve better than the same old tech they've been stuck with. Instead of high price tags, everyone should have
0: access to new innovations and products they actually want. So JLab thought, hey, Why not do something about it?
1: What are you waiting for? Get out there and join the JLab family.
2: JLab.com. JLab. Your kind of tech.
0: So I... Danielle and I obviously, you know, we were doing the live shows. We did our our first round of live shows that went incredibly well and we were having a time. Just of fun. you and
2: Danielle were doing them? No, Just Danielle Daniel. Danielle
0: and I were traveling together. So Ryder, um, you you did it, you know, in the van. Yeah. And Danielle You did the way. live
1: show from your van and from me. your van.
0: He had <laughs> and people to, for people don't understand the size of Ryder's van. We had twelve hundred people in the last. Uh, <laughs> Just in his cram van, last it was cra But I have. So, Danielle and I were traveling together. I have been flying. I think the first time I flew, I was five or six years old. I've been flying my whole life. And I saw something that I have never seen before on an airplane. And Danielle and I both witnessed this.
1: Oh, my gosh. The plane
0: is landing. Okay, like we're moments, 90 seconds away from from touchdown. And a guy gets up and goes to the bathroom. What? Yes. And the flight attendant's did don't not stop say and- anything.
2: He Wow. Goes to the bathroom, shuts the door. I the- always assumed they would like tackle you and arrest yeah. you or Yeah. I least mean, I have held something. I have held it like when uh, during takeoff I've had to go before and like yep. been miserable. Oh my gosh.
0: So he yeah. gets in wow. there. The door shuts. <laughs> we then have a really
2: rough landing. Like, if we, this were 2002, that guy would have been shot, right? Right, seriously, right? you know what I mean? Like, that's right? that's lax. We but have we, one of
1: the worst landings,
0: it I've was hard. Felt
1: in years. I mean, it was a Big jarring bounce. hard landing,
0: and this guy is in the bathroom for He's
1: it, still in there. Wow. So, the flight it.
0: attendants first look to each other, so they're like, they're facing us, you know, we, we can see them, the flight attendants who start laughing at the landing. And then turn to each other and they're like, guess we better check. And the woman reaches back and knocks on the bathroom door. And as they're laughing, it's just like, everything going all right in there? Did you make it? And oh the guy God, oh opens up the door as we're taxiing Taxi. on the runway. We're, the, the plane's still moving. and walks back to his seat and buckles himself in. It was like, I've never...
2: Was he soaking wet from head to toe? in. Blue water. This were a Jim Carrey movie, be coming out all wet. Exactly. But it was. It was like I looked at Danielle. I was like, "There's a guy in the bathroom." She's like, "What? Like, There's a guy in the
0: bathroom right now." We I've never seen it ever in my life while flying. Strange. It was so weird.
1: Yeah. And then it Danielle stole weird.
0: some guy's needle nose pliers.
1: I did not. I've, she took I took this guy's so many- pliers. I had so many um, seat issues. I when I got into the got onto the plane, we wiped down our trays with you know sanitizer stuff, and I pulled out my food tray, and it it was like one of the hinges, you know, it folds in half, and one of the hinges was coming out, and so when you unfolded it, it kind of just like flopped. It was like blah, and Will goes, don't say anything to anyone about it. <laughs> because then they'll have to come fix it and we could hold the whole plane up. And I was like, don't worry, I won't say anything. Wait, so did you go well, We have to go back. Did you
0: you, you sanitize your lunch tray? Oh, I always wipe down everything in the so seat.
1: Why? <laughs> you guys... Yeah. Crazy!
2: What? <laughs> what 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 is this like march 2020 when you're like <laughs> oh i've been doing it, everything oh dude down? i've been
0: doing this since the mid 90s
2: <laughs> yeah i mean oh s- man a so <laughs> you bring along hand sanitizer and you wipe down yeah like chloro... Yeah, like a like chlor- wipes wipe.
0: of course wow they now hand wow, them out intense. on most planes for people to do that wow. like when you walk on the plane they hand you one but i bring my own cuz they're tropical scented <laughs>
1: wow <laughs> yeah you just touch a bunch of things that thousands of other people yeah. have touched and touch, a bunch of people are touch touching your fingers everything in your mouth.
0: Off.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do. I suck my phone. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's how I manage. The you touch
0: your tray. You touch the little TV screen and then you lick your hand. I've seen no, it. I drive a van across the country right, and right, I right. camp
1: Right. You stay out of I, I see yeah.
2: bears. I get pulled over for speeding. <laughs> we, we had to move. Wait, when did you see a bear? We saw a bear in, uh, in Yellowstone are actually right outside of Yellowstone um it was just while we were driving though it wasn't it wasn't like two years ago we actually had a bear encounter a bear in our campsite but this year we we um we were just driving by and and we could see there all the park rangers were like gathered along the side of the road as we were pulling into a campground and um and then we like looked and we saw a bear with cubs which is like the most dangerous situation you know like yeah so we just saw this like mama bear under a tree with these with the two cubs it was really cute do you think the
0: bears sit around and they're like oh yeah last year we had a total people
2: encounter like
0: we were, <laughs> and it's just embarrassing. Like, don't look, don't look over. Just enjoy our campsite. It's not, you know. Like, I wonder if it's that way. But oh. yeah, now Danielle stole somebody's pliers.
1: Yeah. So anyway, the tray came out. It was all floppy. We weren't going to say anything about it. And then next thing I know, someone was like, "Um, excuse me, I think your tray table is broken." And we were like, "Yeah, it is." And they said, "Well, some of the guys here to fix it." And we were like, "Okay." So we got up. We stood in the galley. Talk the, to the nice man. Talk to the wonderful flight attendants. Welcome
0: to people on the flight. We're like, like Hello, welcome, welcome. Welcome aboard. Welcome. welcome come on.
1: Board. Come on. And uh, <laughs> then he was all done. And we went back and it was fixed and everything looked great. And we sat down and then, I don't know, 45 seconds later, he came back. He goes, ah, I'm really sorry. Can I ask you guys to get up again? I think I left my needle nose pliers around here. So we got up. He searched the seats. Couldn't find it. We sat back down. Maybe a minute? two <laughs> minutes or so passed. And then he comes back. He goes, what? them here. So anyway, we're pretty sure they think I stole his red needle nose pliers, but I did not.
0: In all fairness, I also think Danielle stole (laughs) his needle nose pliers.
1: I absolutely did not. I (laughs) I have so many needle nose pliers. What would I do do with another pair?
0: pair. What would I do with another pair? Especially aviation needle nose pliers. Where can I use those? Oh, my.
1: Welcome to Pod Meets World. I'm Danielle Fishel. I'm Ryder Strong. And I'm seat (laughs) 2A.
0: I'm Wilfredo.
1: And with 25%
0: off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma.
1: Go to books.com and use promo code world for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S
2: dot com promo code world. Books promo code world.
0: You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee, and you'll feel it.
2: Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh...
1: As a podcast focused on reliving memories from our past, I can tell you firsthand, as you get older, your memory just isn't as reliable as it used to be. Yeah, if
2: we didn't have Will here, there would be a lot of dead air.
0: (laughs) That is true, Robert. Well, guys, since I know you need a little help, you're going to love Legacy Box. It's the safest way to digitize your home videos and pictures, even when you think you don't have a way to watch them anymore.
1: Oh, this is perfect, especially with Mother's Day right around the corner.
2: It really is the perfect gift for the whole family, whether it's a sweet 16 or college graduation, first steps or
0: performing a Backstreet Boys dance in between scenes on your childhood network sitcom. This is the way to reconnect with your history.
1: The process is so easy. You just fill your legacy box with old VHS or camcorder tapes, pictures, negatives, film reels. I mean, they even work with over 15 different types of analog media, so they have you covered.
0: Then you just send the box back and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the U.S. And you'll get it all back on the cloud or on a thumb drive along with your originals.
2: I recently sent off my first box to Legacy Box and I got into my old storage unit and found about 40 tapes, all different media. And I was able to label each one and send it off. I cannot wait to see what these tapes hold.
1: Jensen and I also recently got some of his home videos digitized and being able to hear his parents' voices again has been a real gift.
0: So join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories.
1: Go to LegacyBox.com
2: world to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever.
0: It's time to connect with your past and make sure those memories are preserved properly.
1: That's LegacyBox.com world. So, today, we are talking about Season 3, Episode 5, Hometown Hero. It originally aired October 27th, 1995. The synopsis is when Corey is heralded a hero for saving the school from a fire, Mr. Feeney has his doubts about the story. It was directed by John Tracy. Interesting it was that written, Tracy came yeah. back. I didn't remember yeah. him coming back
2: this often. This is yes. Cool. Yes.
1: It was written by Matthew Nelson, guest starring Alex Dessert as Eli Williams, Deborah Harmon as Connie. She was on tons of TV, also guest starred on The Mommy in 1995. The Mommies. The Mommy's. Right? My brother's mommies, show. Yes. Yeah. The Mommies in 1995 and is best known for the Tom Hanks movie Bachelor Party. And then Bob Larkin returns as janitor bud. Jim Jansen as Dr. Sorel also appeared in every TV show ever from yep. Amazing Stories to Mr. Belvedere to West Wing to Gilmore Girls to Mad Men. He has He's never stopped everything. working. Yep. And then Michael Haniff appears as Tommy. Stand-up comedian Joey Gaynor appears as crew guy. And real-life radio personality Yolanda Gaskins is Dr. Sharon. Hmm. So did you guys remember this episode at all?
2: No. Nope. Not a bit. No. Nothing.
1: A bit. Not a bit. Nope.
2: Um I've, similar no, to our no last episode 304, it it there's something a little off or, or maybe I, know. I don't know. Like maybe I'm just not used to season 3 yet? Something I, know. I I think part of it is
0: and this has now happened twice in a row, we keep seeing rehashes of exactly the same storyline.
2: How is this a rehash? Mm-hmm. Because mean? it's Corey trying to once again
0: be the like, I don't want to be me. I don't want to be Corey. I want to be yeah. special. OK, we've seen that 42 times already. Right. I get it. And I get how it's supposed to be about a kid who's trying to find his way in the world and trying. But by the 19th time of exactly the same thing, he ends up on stage again in front of it. I mean, it's <laughs> this, we've seen this now mm-hmm. a bunch of times. I don't know. That aspect I
2: actually did kind of enjoy. Uh, Like once Ben was like on stage with the jocks, I thought it was great. I thought you were fantastic in this episode. This this was truly Eric being Eric the way he's going to be for the rest of the show. Like at this point, to me, you are fully arrived. What did I do in this one? This is where you want to be a weatherman. (laughs) Yes. So great. Yes. Yes. And I feel like you owned it and it's like it's like goofy, dumb Eric, but with like a purpose and a goal that's funny and your energy level is great and your delivery is just confident and perfect. I was like, oh, Will is so Eric now. Like, this is who Eric (laughs) is going to be forever and ever. Like, it felt... I don't know. It just felt right. You know, as opposed to like all the SAT stuff, which I was right, always right, like, right, Oh, maybe yeah. Eric's going to pull through and have like an emotional story. And I was like, no, Eric is going to be yeah. absurd. He's going to have ridiculous goals and they don't really matter. And that's fun. Like, that's I just good. And that's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I, no, I, I, I did like that part, but yeah, just, I guess I just want to see this kid. I don't know. I want to see different stuff with Corey. Now it just seems mm-hmm. like it's yeah. the same stuff over and over again. Like the last episode, we talked about how it's Sean's running away again. And now Corey's, Somehow become the popular guy again that nobody remembers. It's just the same thing.
1: Yeah, it didn't bother me too much. I actually really yeah. liked the idea of kids who really are responsible for the horrible aspect of it, taking credit for the one positive aspect of it. I kind of right. like yeah. that storyline. But you're right. It's a storyline we've seen before. Certainly when you look at it from the perspective of I'm finally somebody. Somebody yeah. knows my name. So to start our recap, we start in the chem lab. New settlers set Which I did nice. not remember at all. Nope. No. Also, new teacher alert. Are we already bored with Mr. Williams? We just brought that gentleman on to have him be the new (laughs) teacher. We have to immediately go to somebody new. We
0: are introduced to quite literally the world's worst educator.
1: Yep. Yeah. This guy
0: is just the most horrible teacher in the history bit. of horrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's funny. We've, yeah, we've He's only seen teachers teacher. that
2: really care. Do we need yeah. to introduce another teacher? No. Does it have to be a male? Like, what no. are we doing? <laughs> because you need chemistry.
0: You need It has to be chemistry because you have to have the matches and you have to have the chance that the school's Right, but what
2: up. does that have to do? It could still be a female chemistry oh, teacher. Oh, no, no,
0: no. I know. I'm just saying, do, like, do <laughs> we have to introduce a new teacher? It's teacher. We like, needed right. the chemistry teacher. It had to be that. It could easily have been a woman, but.
1: And I I guess if they're going to make the person a bad educator, I'm happy they chose a guy. I was going to say, you uh, want to bring a woman. Finally bringing in a a woman, woman, a female teacher. And then she's like, hey, Joey, don't even bother to work on your paper. Okay, so we only had the
2: one substitute female that I flirted with, right? Right. Right. And then we've had the guidance counselor who flirted with me in a weird way. Right. And then we
1: we have the tutor who flirted with (laughs) me. Have
2: we had a female educator? Yes, well, Miss Tompkins, Tompkins, but we never see her. T- oh, t- yeah. We never saw her. T- she doesn't engage but with any right. students because she's if she did, only related she to would. Mr.
1: Turner for sexy time.
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs> I, I think until all. Dean Bollinger so we don't get anybody. Deep.
1: It's she's, like season she, seven. She
0: episode
2: feeding. 20. Everybody.
1: Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you show up as a female educator, you're going to get paired up or flirted. You're going to get, you're going to be with someone. Okay, so this teacher (laughs) tells the class (laughs) lab reports are due by the end of the day. No exceptions or extensions. Corey and Sean both didn't do their paper. Sean didn't even know there was a paper. Corey says they have to tell Dr. Sorrell the truth that aliens abducted them and ate their papers. Dr. Sorrell is talking to Tommy and says when he said no exceptions, he didn't mean him. He needs to rest his touchdown throwing arm. He offers to let Tommy turn in his paper by the end of football season. Tommy says he plays basketball, too. So Dr. Sorrell says just forget about it. Sean goes up to Dr. Sorrell and he just says, no, no, Corey says he'll handle it. And he goes up to Dr. Sorrell and he doesn't say a word. And then
2: optical, optical, optical flip, flip. yes, yeah, a little, uh.
1: we are now climbing into the chem lab at night. Two new sets. We
2: are all about the new sets this season. Just blown. This, on our is, butt- the no, this set, is the same just set. Just at night. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I th- I thought we were outside the, we, we, no, no, we no, go this, end up there outside. There is another one. Yeah. That's we we do end up yeah, yeah. having the the chemistry, then the yes. outside the chemistry. It's like outside a lot going on. Yeah. I
1: know. So Corey is sneaking into the classroom at night and says Doctor Sorrell didn't even know his name. Sean asks what Corey is so upset about, and Corey says, "Well, who knows? It could be staying up all night to finish a paper, could be breaking into the school so his paper isn't late, or losing half his pants on the barbed wire." Sean asks why Corey didn't just walk through the gate like he did, but he says it was too easy; it looked like a trap. <laughs> I like funny. that. Great. That's that very, funny. Funny. Yeah. very has, funny. Has
0: Sean also talked
2: about Troy Aikman at this point? Not yet. Okay. I know. I know that name. You oh. do okay. That's what I was going to ask. Give no oh, idea what way. he plays, but I do know the name. There's somebody named Troy Aikman who's very famous for yes, some kind of sport. he's a
1: quarterback. I probably from know him because NFL. I had to say
2: this line.
0: Yeah, probably, probably. Yeah, somebody yeah, was like Cowboys, quarterback.
2: Cowboys quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, the Cowboys were big in the '90s, right? That was like of, of course yeah,
0: they were the biggest team in the, the mid '90s. They won three three Super Bowls. Yeah, that's All right. right.
1: Corey is upset with Tommy for getting out of his chem paper for throwing a lucky touchdown. He says eventually that luck is going to run out and Sean says, yeah, Troy Aikman is really hurting. Sean t- tries to tell Corey about breaking and entering. You don't usually hang around and vent while doing it, which I also thought was a very yeah. funny line. And then they're about to put their papers on the desk when Sean's flashlight goes out. Corey tells him to check the batteries and Sean says, okay, but I need a flashlight. Hey. And None of this makes sense to me that you guys can't see enough to put I, no. the papers just down somewhere. Nope. Why aren't you gone already? Get the heck
2: out I of there. Have like, very distinct memories of having to do scenes like this with Ben, uh, where the two of us are like setting off a series of chain, a, a chain, chain of reaction. like w- series of unfortunate events. Like uh-huh. we did it with the B episode remember when they lose the bee and the brain in the lab here we are in a lab doing a similar thing but and then also i I just feel like i remember having to be like wait we do what we have to pick this up and then you have to go slight this and it always sucked (laughs) and it always felt forced (laughs) and it was never fun and like i don't think like i never enjoyed it i never enjoyed this sort of like well obviously we just have to get here so as actors it was behold on us to like figure out how to you know and it and it doesn't work like this no it's super forced
1: it also always sucks when you are supposed to be in a nighttime set and it's supposed to be so dark that you couldn't possibly put the papers down and yet it's so well lit we see everything that's going on it's so it's unfortunate but Corey finds matches and the 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 whole pack catches fire he throws it in the trash can which goes up in flames and Corey and sean start blowing at it to make it go out when it doesn't they yell backdraft which is a very popular movie at the time. Mm -hmm. And they escape out the window. It
2: was real fire, right? Yeah. Look like it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Didn't have, what was the option? There was no digital fire. Yeah, Yeah, Digital fire looked horrible up until relative. Even still, it kind of looks pretty bad. It's hard to do fire.
1: Fire and water. Mm -hmm. Um, So they run out the window and they leave the fire in the chemistry lab. Corey realizes chemicals can explode. And Sean says, This is bad. Not because of the explosion, but because he ended his paper with, in conclusion, (laughs) chemicals chemicals don't don't explode. explode."
0: (laughs) I'd like to point something out here. I think there's a chance we either had a long hiatus between the last episode and this episode, or these are out of order Hmm. because everybody's hair. Is longer than last episode. And I mean yeah. noticeably longer. Yeah. Including, because yeah. my first note here is the first time you see Feeney, it's the longest his hair has ever been. My hair is way longer. Ryder, your hair is way longer. Everybody's hair is longer this episode it's Probably under- maybe than the this, last episode.
1: Yeah, maybe this was shot later in the season.
0: That's what and, I'm thinking. Because this was yeah. not, It's it's noticeable that our hair is completely different than the last episode. So this is out of order. It's got to be.
1: So Corey goes back up to save the school. And Sean asks that while he's up there, he changes the ending of his paper. And uh, this, again, is just the, the stakes of what else can Sean blow up? You know, <laughs> like, what <laughs> el- we've got. <laughs> we've got a mailbox. We've got. Yep, but, you know, lab. interestingly,
2: Sean didn't do this. Corey's
1: the one. who I grabbed know, the Corey's the one who did it. Corey You're right. did it all. Um, You're right. It was all on him.
0: Other than for comedy purposes, there's also no reason for both of them to be there. I know. One person well, could break would, in and drop the drop the papers off.
1: Right, you're right, but you also know, there are doofuses who love each other so much they right. do everything together, oh, get so it. they would I never mean, do it. it but yes, like, there's
0: no reason that the both. But need it would to have
1: been
2: that. like to me, it would have been more pointed if Sean is the only one who hasn't turned in his paper, and Corey's yeah. helping him out right. by helping him break right. in and do this, and then you know Corey makes a mistake with the math. I don't know, like instead yeah. it's just kind of like we're on this and then it ends up being Corey's issue and Sean has nothing to do with it he's just kind of trying really to make right. a
0: farce it's just trying to be like uh, you know oh i dropped the matches and oh now i lit the thing on fire oh now i'm a hero like it's it's yeah. so british comedy farcical mm-hmm. um but it's yeah
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i like my khaki mm-hmm. jacket again a jacket better it's than the leather yeah. jacket fits me
1: better more yeah. interesting
2: never seen again yeah
1: Well, then we're in the school hallway slash Turner's classroom. Corey is panicking and Sean tells him not to worry because they got away with it when they pulled the alarm. Nothing bad happened and no one knows. Perfectly timed, Janitor Bud comes running up to Corey and Sean and says, I know. Corey asks what he knows and he says he knows what they did last night and to follow him. Sean tells Corey to quickly rub off his DNA. Is this a reference to I Know What You Did Last Summer? Was the movie out already? No, but. Okay. What would the
0: reference be? I
1: don't. When he goes, I know what you did last night. Uh, I didn't know if it was. Oh uh, no,
0: I don't think.
2: I don't think. No, it It wasn't. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Okay. I love the rub Uh, off the DNA uh,
2: joke. Yeah. (laughs) So
1: funny with the fingerprints. Yeah. Like whoa. Janitor Bud tells everyone Corey is the one he saw running down the hall after the fire alarm rang. Turner says, boy." Corey is confused. Janitor Bud explains he was asleep in his office, which is really the closet, when the alarm woke him up and saved his life. If Corey hadn't pulled the alarm, another janitor would be in here sweep, sweeping him up. It's quite a fast turnaround for janitors, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they would have already had him in there. Uh, Eli says it sounds like the little guy sounds like a hero. And Feeney says he was fortunate Corey was passing by the school at that exact moment and asks what he was doing there. Corey says he was just at the right place at the right time. Janitor Bud says anyone who saves his life is okay in his book. Everyone claps except Feeney. Mm. Seems as though Feeney is on to him.
2: But wouldn't everybody be on to him? I know. Of course. It doesn't make any sense. Like, you have to break into the school so if you're the pulling fire. the fire
1: alarm, there's no way you're a hero ever. Unless right? was yeah, because he did have to go back into the school to ring yeah. the fire alarm. So well, he
2: was caught running through the school pulling right. the fire alarm, and no one, no one besides
1: Feeney connects the dots and just asks the simple right.
2: question. Why were you at the school in the middle of the night? It's
1: also his chem lab, like a class he's in. It's not even like It's a a classroom that he has no relationship to caught on fire. It's Mm. like, huh, a class you're in, you have a paper due. None of it.
2: None of it. It's just the simple simple question. Why was Corey not home? Why was Corey at school? Everybody would ask that. That's the first question you ask. Right.
0: I guess it also depends on when this is. Because Mm -hmm. if it's three o'clock in the morning, that's one thing. If it's seven o'clock at night, that's something different. Because he says later, I I was walking home from Chubby. But i was anyway, walking home from Chubby's and I saw the flames.
1: Right. Which so would I, make more I sense. Wait, Opened does he say that? Fl- yeah. Yes. He, yeah. He
0: said, I was walking home from Chubby's and I saw the flames. He starts so, to explain
1: that to, who does he say that to? He says it to his parents. This. Yes. But not in, this in the kitchen. Not no, in, no, this no, scene. No, in the okay. kitchen. He does not say that in yeah, the so kitchen. But he scene, does explain like later. Everybody at the
2: school would be like, but why were you here? I don't understand. Like, th- I yeah, don't whatever. You, right. tell me yeah. the whole right. story?
1: You'd want to get to the whole story early on. I know. Okay. Bothered, Writers like, gonna just like,
2: the second you can dismantle the logic of a storyline with one question, I'm out. Right. Like, that's just right. not, I'm that's just the I- kind of viewer I am. Like, I'm like done. I'm not gonna forgive this show immediately. Like, I just have never been that kind of viewer. It's like, okay, right. well, I've dismantled it, so then I'm not gonna give it the time of day, and that just right. puts me at odds with some Boy Meets World episodes because yeah, like, I'm no, never that makes sense. No, yeah. that's
1: true. You're you're right. I mean, I do think that the, where what is difficult is that you it people love this show because they watched it as children in the 90s. And so yeah. it's very hard to be a 45-year-old person who writes scripts for a living yeah. and then to watch a 90s children's show. Of course you're coming to it with those kinds of questions. And we've also been maybe told too many times how different it is than other sitcoms and so in our minds there were fewer of these moments that just make no sense but the truth is it's not it's yeah. in a lot of ways it is different and then yeah. also there are still a lot of ways where it is still a 90s kid yeah, sitcom right and yeah it's not go it's not uh er Was ER a great show? ER is a great
2: show. (laughs) ER was a great
1: show. Okay, it's not ER. It is Boy Meets World, and even though we also
0: don't love it the way fans love it, we're we're invested for
1: the first time. Exactly.
0: So, like when I watch again, bringing it back to Mash, when I watch Mash, which is so important to me, there's plot hole after plot hole and continuity errors, and I just don't care. It's yeah. it's just so nice and warm that I just don't care. It's like right and why it gives it 1950 you a feeling. In this episode but 1952 two episodes later and you're like all right, right I don't I'm, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Um so yeah. yeah,
1: we also have a different POV because we were in it. There's a lot yeah. of reasons. So but don't you're, worry about it. of course you are right. I, I mean one yes, question it's like yes. Why is and, he doing and this? And maybe I I had not thought I haven't thought about it enough. Maybe there are some simple ways they could have made it stronger where at least then they could have Fun. and like Will said, they do later have him say Oh gosh, it was cra- the craziest thing that ever happened. I I was walking home from Chubby's and I saw the flames. But it uh, the sh- the episode has to escalate because yeah. at first he's not into it, so right. he doesn't. We don't want to see him come up with a whole story right off the bat. We want to see him get suckered into it, totally. which is why they don't do it. But it would have made it stronger from your perspective, writer, if he did have a solution right away. If if yeah. Turner was like, huh. Well, were you Feeney and Turner? And he was like, yeah, Sean and I went to Chubby's and on the way home, I saw the flames and Sean begged me not to, but I had to run in. And and then, wow, amazing. And right. Feeney still doesn't buy it. Could have saved us a, a little bit of that.
2: I mean, I also think that there's just something I don't mind. I think if if you're going to have an absurd episode with absurd logic. It's, it should be absurd. Like, it should be funny. You know, like, the thrill and Filla yeah. is a good example of, like, yeah, let's yeah, just yeah. go crazy. Right. You know, like, right. none of this needs to make sense. And you and I think we do get there with this episode. Like, once Ben is on stage, like, with the jocks having a good yeah. time, it's, again, like the thrill and Filla, where you see Corey's just, it's ridiculous. Like, he's just having yeah. so much fun, and you're, like, willing to look past the logic. But when you have this Feeny dynamic of, like, I'm on to you, and Corey's mm-hmm. gonna actually have to learn his lesson, like, I don't know. but. Whatever. Yeah,
1: I get it. I understand. And then we're in the school hallway. Corey is uncomfortable with the entire school thinking he's a hero. Someone laid out a red carpet that leads directly to Corey's locker. They did, touch the carpet and Corey says, ooh,
2: plush. Did this carpet mess with your guy's head as much as it messed with mine? No. The way that it goes Narrows narrower, the, yeah. it creates a false depth. Like it Because it's aligned with the camera POV, mm-hmm. it looks like there's a ledge. Like It looks like it's going up. And then that there's like uh-huh. a flat ledge because it has to tuck into to go from a wide regular with red carpet to yeah. didn't bother you guys at all. It's like no, I didn't notice it. Oh neither. To me, it was like the it was like, wait a minute, why does it look like it's going up and then to a like another level? And it's just because of the way oh. it's it's framed visually. It's so weird. It's like an optical illusion that I couldn't huh. stop seeing. I want to go back and check that. Yeah.
1: Ah, I know. Producer Jensen Karp husband of this podcast, said uh, he noticed it as well, writer. Yeah. So it wasn't just you. He also no, I noticed. I literally it. had to like go know. back
2: and be Like, it doesn't actually go to a ledge there, does it? It was like, no, no, they just cut the carpet Um, to make it the width of the. Yeah, but it's a weird illusion.
1: Well, Dr. Sorrell walks over and calls Corey by his name, to which Corey is shocked that he knows who he is. He hands Corey his paper and says he got an A. But Corey looks to see and says the only thing left on the paper from the fire is his name and the date. Dr. Sorrell says, I saw where you were going. And uh, to keep up the good work, Sean gets a D on his paper and Dr. Sorrell says chemicals do explode. (laughs) Sean is pleased with the D and says he's riding Corey's coattails. Your coattails. Very funny. Funny joke. Corey says it doesn't feel right. But Sean says Tommy got lucky with his touchdown and Corey got lucky with the fire. Janitor Bud gives Corey a clicker that opens his locker, a locker genie, and a backup locker genie for his wife. <laughs> Corey is ex- ex- is excited with the locker genie and says he can get used to the perks of saving a man's life. Sean says Corey's a hero, and Corey says he doesn't see a burned down school anywhere. So it appears as though now he's starting to believe his own hype. <laughs> And then we're still in the school hallway. Janitor Bud is vacuuming the red carpet to Corey's locker as Topanga calls for Sean because they have to meet Corey at the rally in the calf. The calf, that's Womp it, and Wait, the calf. That,
0: that's it. You, you, you're finally on the show again. That's I'm, I'm just going to read through it. You're not even going to be like, here. I. You're just like, and Topanga walks on. N- really? No.
1: You're well, back. Yeah, it's completely useless. Oh, get useless, me out useless. of this Absolutely. show. Absolutely no episode. Pointless and useless. No point. And not makes even, no like, sense. Yeah, also. there's
2: not even like a a dynamic of. I don't know. Like, it seems like there's the dating. Be- re- yes. Nope. The dating Nothing. relationship. None of mean, I'm not even sure
1: we're still dating in this episode, except None for the fact it. that later he says I'm the wife and yep. he makes me hand over the locker genie. Right. I do look so adorable though. <laughs> I look Priority. so cute. I'm so tan. I love You're the so high cool. ponytail with the straight hair, the cute little mini skirt. And I want those yellow boots. Mm. So. So it's all worth Kudos it. Kudos to right. me <laughs> for being adorbs. <laughs>
0: And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma.
1: Go to books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's
2: B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books promo code
0: WORLD. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee,
2: and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh...
1: Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other.
2: With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
1: Summer is steadily approaching, and you know what that means. Wearing a shirt at the beach so I don't look like a sad radish for
0: the
2: entire vacation.
1: Okay, maybe. Being thirsty? Yes, Ryder, you got it. It is time to go outside and bask in the glory that is sunshine with barbecues and hikes and trips to exotic locations. With your shirt on. Yes, with your shirt on. It is time to jump into a camper van with your son and your wife and... Torture everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, with all these summer activities, it's so important that you stay hydrated. And we're here to tell you all about Liquid
0: IV. It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a
1: single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. You just rip open a packet and pour it into your water, and bam, you're hydrating with electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. But most importantly, it tastes good. It's so easy and perfect after a workout, which I do to replenish after a nice long run.
2: And you can travel with liquid IV right there in your pocket. Add it to a water on a flight or after a big night when you need just a little assistance to get up in the morning.
1: Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And with sugar-free flavors like white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and lemon lime, you can't miss. Turn
0: your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV.
1: Get 20% off your
2: first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code WORLD at checkout.
1: That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WORLD at liquidiv.com. Pod meets World Live, the Kids Want to Jump Tour, is coming to Philadelphia. We are so excited. This one is going to be very special. It's the 30th anniversary Spectacular on September 30th at the Met with special guests. Tickets are available now at podmeetsworldshow.com. We cannot wait to see you there. Then Sean says he hates that stuff. Jocks, guys with tubas, cheerleaders. And then he grabs Topanga's hand, and they run off to the rally together. Could
2: have been a better acting job on my part. Like, this transition, I just blew right through it. I'm like... Oh, really? I'm like, well, you know, I should be more like... And then the realization, oh, cheerleaders. Cheerleaders. Instead, like... Yeah. I I just didn't like this joke. I could tell, like, I didn't think that this was very funny, so I just blew right through it. I'm like, oh, I'll just say the thing and do the scene, but I did not like it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The whole... Also... There's no there's no reason. It's also there's no reason for any of this, except for the fact that they like, well, we can't just have Sean and Topanga watching the walk into the cafeteria because then people would be like, well, when did Topanga get here? So it's literally just to service the fact that Topanga has to get Sean into this room. And then they gave you a B minus joke. Yeah. And we just were like, All well, right, I think it's also on. to establish that
2: the cafeteria is where this pep rally is going to be, which makes right. no sense because we have nope. Already the first episode of the season, we had the auditorium auditorium. that we could have, you know, but we didn't want to bring that because there
1: was nine
2: extras this week.
1: Well, we wanted to go to the calf. Tommy is on stage making a speech about people thinking he's a big deal because he throws touchdown passes and he wouldn't have a field to do it on without Corey. The football team is dedicating their game on Saturday to Corey. Tommy introduces Eric, but he doesn't know Eric's last name. And then he's shocked to learn Matthews is also his last name, just like Corey's. Same name. Eric starts to make a speech about Corey, but then says he and Stephanie broke up last week, so he's single and available. Yep. He finishes his speech by saying Corey is a hero.
2: And this is full, Corey. mature Will Friedle as Eric Matthews. Just <laughs> yeah. looking great, nailing looking all the great, beats. Looking great, pointing the ladies in the audience. Going in the whole stage. It's awesome. Yeah, yep. That's where I was like, That's all cool. right, Will has arrived. <laughs> Will's here.
1: Corey oh, so thanks funny. Eric, Tommy, and the football team. He pretends to cough and says there is still something, some, some, uh, smoke still some lungs. fire, smoke in his lungs from the fire. <laughs> he makes a speech and says, "There's a little Corey Matthews inside each and every one of it's you." So good. The crowd is silent, and then he says, "It's a metaphor." It's a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> the football team lifts Corey up and walks him out of the rally. And Topanga says, "Isn't it great what ha- what's happening to Corey? Everyone loves him. Great read, doofus. Get the hell out of here! Not you're not even on the show." And the smallest I'm, rally
0: ever, by the way. Small- I'm not
1: even sure that Corey and Topanga are dating still. No, we I don't have- know if
0: they're dating. There's 19 people at the rally entirely. Um, and they didn't even try to make it look like a bigger school, there was like empty no. seats. <laughs> it's was like, what, what the hell is happening? I don't yeah, know. It was funny.
1: Then we're in the Matthews backyard slash the Matthews kitchen. Corey says today was the best day of his life and asks Sean if he thinks the student council can really name the school after him. Corey Adams, hi. And what is he's fun. carrying
2: like the take home? I know a take home yeah, doggy swan? bag or, yeah, with a <laughs> swan or whatever. Like, what did he get? Like somebody don't gave know, him. Great. They stankers. never mentioned it either. No, it's it. like <laughs> he's just been given food and a teddy bear. Yeah. <laughs> I just, or sorry. they
1: went out to eat after and yeah. like and he, he got yeah, It's just not explained. Yeah. Great. Sean says he knows Corey is having fun, but he wants to make sure he still has his feet on the ground. Corey tells Sean not to rain on his parade, which is on Tuesday. Which is on hey. Tuesday. Corey says he's just letting people think what they want to think. It's not like he's lying to his parents. Then Alan, Amy, and Eric yell surprise. And Corey and Sean walk into the kitchen standing under a giant banner that says, Corey, our hero. Alan says, there's the man that saved the school. And the phone hasn't stopped ringing all day. Sean says, well, then why didn't you just answer it? Hey. Now we get a little bit of dumb Sean to go in here. Amy wants I to hear. I do
0: big face acting there. I don't know if you noticed my reaction oh, really? to him saying that. Big, big fact. What do you do? Happening. It's like one of these. It's like.
1: Oh, oh, good. Where but you look at him you- like, you're a dummy? What are you doing? I like it better when the dummies connect. You and you like, would have been it. like, yeah, good like, yeah. question. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's
0: a good yeah, question. That's what I said. You know, Amy like
1: that, wants yeah. to hear all about what happened. Corey tells him he's going to say what really happened. Then he looks over at Sean and we think for a moment he might tell the truth. But then he makes up a story for his family about walking back from Chubby's the night of the fire and seeing the flames. Sean looks disappointed. True. And then we are in the school hallway. Corey is playing with his locker genie and he goes up to Sean to talk about not staying for dinner. Sean says he wasn't hungry, but Corey knows Sean is mad at him for lying to his parents about the fire. He thought it would be worse if he told the so truth. So Sean is the moral, yes, the moral center here. of this, which is really yeah.
2: interesting. I yeah. loved these gray pants. Oh, really? This is maybe the first time I wear them. I think oh. they lasted all the way through seventh season really I you think you wear them for the rest of the show these. <gasps> yes these gray pants i saw i was like yes i remember them because they're like my first really baggy pants mm. like I, it shows uh, also how good it.
0: you are controlling your weight because there's no way in hell any pants in season three ended up fitting me in season six or seven <laughs> that one that wasn't happening so yeah that's good, good for you man was this with the, also the green shirt vest combo because uh, you have a solid shirt-vest combo mm. in this episode as oh, well. Oh, I'm sure. Like, but like, like, yes, but yeah, it's a green, like a green shirt buttoned down with that great vest, that, like the brown vest that looks cool.
1: I do have to say, I love the storyline idea of a kid who, because I think as a kid or you've you we either all felt the situation at some point in your life where you are presented with multiple opportunities to stop something before it gets out of hand and somehow it not only do not stop it but you actually make it worse yeah, and you're like oh gosh yeah where the lie it's like i can I don't even know what situation I've been in in my life where I'm like, I, I can relate to that. But I love that storyline, especially for kids. I think it's a great storyline about how, yes, how that can really spin out that you think something like, I'm just going to say this one thing right now, this white lie to get myself out of the situation. And then it like keeps coming back up and you realize there is no such thing.
2: Doesn't it seem like Sean would be the one saying, let's take advantage of this. Let's have fun. Right, like he's the guy who would always is like, let's just ride it. No, who cares about the future, the consequences? Let's just get on the news and get girls and have Like, yeah. why is Sean suddenly conscious uh, about yeah, this? Not okay. Like, it, it, like, it would have been great. It would have been very easy to insert a reason. Like Corey said, one thing that. That that bugs Sean because it relates to his yeah. life in some way or like, it, right. you know, I don't know it's like every well, other episode where Corey and Sean do hijinks or lie or get into a situation Sean is the instigator and he's the one that's always
1: saying, don't worry about it just yeah. have fun. Yeah. it's like, I know, what is different this time? There was a part of me that wondered if there was an underlying jealousy from Sean because Sean was also there and there right. was a little bit of like a I was there too, you know, can I get he a little bit of that, that though? They v- never, never played no, that at they, all. Yeah, I know. Cause that played. is kind, that kind of sense. what I thought that he, yeah. you're actually trying to get him to come clean because yeah. you're you not sure why you're also not benefiting from yeah. this scenario. Why do you get a
0: locker genie? I'm the one who brought the crowbar. Like something right. like that exactly. would be, yeah. Be I feel like just, that, Yeah.
2: Something, there's no motivation for Sean to be calling Corey out. It's like, and like we've established and we will continue to establish throughout the show, Sean doesn't think about the future. He's totally just gets caught up in whatever's happening. So it's very bizarre that I'm the voice of, you know, reason here. So Danielle,
0: you were talking about a lie that gets out of hand. mm -hmm. I've got one.
1: Tell me. From your life?
0: Yes. Mm. Fifth grade. Mr. Brooker's class. What'd you do? Bon Jovi is coming to Hartford to play a concert. Oh, my gosh. I tell everyone I'm going. (gasps) I'm not. But I tell everyone I'm going. Oh, no. The concert days after. What was the concert like? You didn't go. Yes, I did. You did not go. And it got into (gasps) such a fight that I said, not only did I go, they brought me backstage and gave me a guitar signed by the whole band. Oh, no. Oh, no. Bring it in tomorrow. I forgot to bring it because, of course, if you have a, a guitar signed by all of Bon Jovi, you forget to bring it. Right, into well, and your the whole school, school is
1: accusing you of being a liar. You don't forget that.
0: You don't forget that. A girl named Carrie, I won't say her last name Sears, was. <laughs>
1: Hi, Carrie.
0: Hi, Carrie. Was was saying to me, you didn't go. And she was like the cool girl. She had the patches of like Motley Crue and stuff like yeah. that on her jean jacket. Rightfully so, because she's not uh, a liar. Exa- well, <laughs> I wasn't either, as far as I remember. In my head, I went to the concert and got the guitar. No. So it was weeks of this, bring it in, until oh finally gosh. I had to say, I never I actually know. went to the... Yeah. So Aww. I had the opportunity of, okay, I didn't go to the Bon Jovi concert, but I Aww. turned it around. You not only did down. I go... Brought backstage and given a guitar oh signed
2: by the gosh. whole. Yeah. That's amazing. Yes. I'm such a bad liar. I've never been able I'm to lie in my life. Great. I am it. just an open book. Are I you? just cannot. So I get bad. so uncomfortable, like with the, just even the thought of lying. Like the 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 mental anguish. Like I just can't do it. So no, the I reason
0: I don't lie and I go out of my way not to lie is because I'm so good at. It.
1: Right, you do. Like, like with I, my you memory, memory I right. details, yeah.
0: and I remember the details months later that I added, and that's why I mean my my wife and I have talked about this. I'm like, I'm never gonna lie to you, like, and she's like, you'd be, you're really good at it, aren't you? I'm like, that's why I don't do it. If I say something, it's the truth because I, it's I don't want to get it's weird. Wow. it's yeah. weird. Yeah, I was never on Boy Meets World.
1: Really, that's a lie. Yeah. I was never on Boy Meets World. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, Bon Jovi owes me a guitar. That's what this is all about.
1: Corey says he's giving the people what they want. He doesn't want to disappoint anyone. He pulls out his schedule for the day to read to Sean. He has a photo shoot with the homecoming queen, shoot sushi with Dr. Sorrell, and then he has to fight traffic to greet the new exchange students at the airport. Sean says he can just tell everyone no, but Corey doesn't want to go back to being the same old Corey Matthews. Sean asks what was wrong with him, and Corey says people still call him Eric's brother, Sean's friend, or hey, kid, move.
2: Great. Same storyline. But... Same
1: storyline. Same storyline. Yeah. Yep. And also
2: just a ridiculous considering yeah. how much how yeah, much everybody Corey has been it. at the center of attention. Yeah, I love yeah. it.
1: love it. So Corey lied to his parents, lied to the school, and says it can't get worse than that. Then Mr. Williams and Mr. Turner comes up to Corey to tell him they got him an appearance on Philadelphia Tonight because Eli called a few of his buddies and now they want the entire Matthews family on TV. Corey uses his locker genie to bang his head against the locker, And Turner tells Williams, Corey can save someone from a burning building, but he's afraid of a camera. Corey tells Sean he's reached his limit. He can't go through with this. Then Feeney comes up behind him and asks, can't go through with what? Sean explains to Feeney, Corey is going to be on TV to explain the fire. And Feeney says he's also been waiting for Corey to tell the whole story. Corey says Feeney knows everything. And Feeney says, perhaps you're right. Feeney walks off, and Corey asks Sean what that meant. And Sean says, it's just Feeney being Feeney. Three years in, and I still don't understand a word this guy says.
2: But but Sean Hasn't he been also, teaching them forever, too? But also, but Sean knows... Like, Sean has been calling Corey out for lying a little yeah. bit, so why wouldn't yeah. he be, like, on Feeney's side and sort right. of saying, like, yeah, Feeney's onto us, dude. Like, you yeah. should tell the truth. Or, right. I don't know, any reaction that makes sense as opposed to this, like, reverting to dumb... Let's just keep going along with it, Sean. Right. When the scene started with me. Anyway, all that aside, my favorite delivery of all time is Alex Desaire's famous people get all weird. Or whatever he says. Uh (laughs) Famous people. They're all weird. They're all weird. His oh my God. He's just so great.
1: He's He's so natural.
2: Yes, he's so calm and like understated and just hysterical. I love that line. Yeah, it's very funny. Um but yeah, no, this the it's a weird, weird episode for me. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm me all- too.
0: Yeah. These last two have been odd for me.
1: Then we're in the Matthews living room. Corey is on the phone with Dr. Sharon, a radio personality. He says his name is Gomez, and he's calling to talk to somebody about his situation. He wants to come clean, but he's afraid the truth will make things worse. He asks where he can find a little courage. Dr. Sharon tells him to look deep inside himself. But Corey is disappointed with her answer after being on hold for 45 minutes. She tells him, you know what? You could turn into Philadelphia tonight to watch an inspirational story about a brave boy named Corey Matthews. And I did like how this all I I liked that moment that somebody's like, you know what you should do? Look at this boy. Corey hangs up the phone on Doctor Sharon by throwing the phone on the couch and not touching a single button. Doctor Sharon is still on the phone. It's been thirty years. It's never, ben, he's never been hung up on.
2: Ben's <laughs> phone acting, man. We've talked his, about it before. It, his phone have, acting. He does
0: not have good it, phone acting, and that's rare because he's got
1: all the other phone fo- uh, tools. Yeah, yep. but his it's it's phone acting. I was going to say because we have to separate yeah. it from facting, which is yeah. face acting. So Correct. this is phone acting. Yeah. Phenactin acting is not, uh, or maybe telenacting, telacting.
2: Mm, telacting, telacting is good. Yeah.
1: Corey in Eric's bedroom. Corey is looking out the window to see the news crew setting up. There are lights, cameras, cables, and ooh. Sean wants to know what the ooh was about, and it's bagels. He does a cute little hand thing for the bagels. He always
0: does. He always made shapes. Remember Ben would always like, because I, with the bagels. Bagels.
1: (laughs) Corey says he's glad Sean is there with him. Sean says he's partly to blame because he told Corey to ride this out. But he says he won't go on TV and lie with Corey. What kind of an idiot would do that? Eric comes out of the bathroom dressed in a suit and says, Half hour until our debut, boys. <laughs> Eric says, Once the audience sees him, no one will care for Rich Herrera, the weather guy, and he's going to take his job. And this is a nice little callback to Eric's dream job of being a weatherman. Yep, being a
0: weatherman, they're really setting it up. I'm also wearing the hell out of that suit. Let's you sure you are. are. Looking great, and the man. mullet right I'm looking great dang like it it's a so mullet
1: it? it's not really this? a mullet no this is just glorious just, lion
2: mane hair yeah, this my, is yeah. it's like, my mane is back but here's yeah. the
1: thing because they're this part is so long and the way they like blew it out it, this long part that dangles down here gives a mullet vibe because it's mm. like it goes in at the ears but then poofs out down here it's so it looks look. like this a mullet this is this so is so
2: good just peeking. this
1: is just will just... <laughs> fordell
2: Wilfred, teenage Wilfred, downhill downhill after this. this. (laughs) No, I feel like this is where you stay for the rest of the show as far as like your vibe. It's hysterical because, I mean, we do a whole episode where you do become a weatherman, right? Yeah. 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 So I feel like we're establishing this whimsy about you that's great where it's like it's not like the SAT stuff, which still kind of would, tr- you know, try and have a real message. It's like, right. no, just give no, like, Eric just let them great bits. Let yeah. Will go do voices and weather reports and be look good in a suit. It's fun it as hell. Was it was, really fun. I it love
1: was it. fun. Yeah, this was we a lot of fun. It. So Corey asks Eric, well, what if this TV thing doesn't happen tonight? Because he's not really a hero. He's the one who started the fire and the whole thing snowballed. Eric's immediate reaction is to think Corey is protecting Rich Herrera. Protecting
2: <laughs> Rich Herrera.
1: <laughs> is great. And then we're in the Matthews living room. The news crew's again, in the wait, living room. What was yeah. Sean saying? Sean I was saying, know. I'm
2: not gonna I'm not gonna lie.
1: I'm not gonna go on TV and lie, but I am part. I know. Well, it, but, it would be great if Sean says, I'm gonna help you get out of this man because yes. I'm partly responsible for this yes. whole scenario. So I'll But I'll I don't want to put myself to, on the
2: line. Right. Yeah. Or enjoy the popularity while you can, have fun. Like there's there's so many different ways that would have made more sense. And instead it's just Sean's a non-presence. He's just, yeah. he's the one person You're who knows for the sure, and that he's yeah. not actually giving advice. Tell Feeney the truth, lie to Feeney. Like it's, I, they they, they just want to keep me in this like undecided category the entire time. And it's like, no, give Sean it's just Which is a shame
0: because the actual good story here is take you out of it except for breaking at the beginning and make it to panga is his conscience.
2: Yes. That, or, I mean, she's you know, with or, him and, the whole or time. Or keep Feeney coming in yeah. more, you know, like yeah. just Something. having me being the person in every scene bouncing ideas off of him, but having or no point Sean of view. if Sean
1: keeps trying to help him out by opening the doorway. Yes, Feeney, I'm actually trying to tell Corey yes. and Corey shuts him up. Yes. And in this case, if you're like, dude, I'm not going on TV and lying, we have to go down there right now and tell your parents the truth. Yes. I'll help you. And and Corey keeps stopping you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have if no you... point something, of view. Right. Basically, something.
2: Sean has no point of view. It's yeah. like, I'm there in scenes to bounce off dialogue with, mm-hmm. with Corey, but I'm yeah. not actually serving any purpose or any point of view in this episode, which makes no sense. Sean is yeah. a troublemaker. Sean yeah. is, yeah. you know, and it, yeah. that, that's why it should have been that it was always sean's paper and that Corey just went along to help sean then right. sean would be beholden to go along with the lie against his better judgment yeah and then they, you know and then it would be a point of view if, yeah but or they make reason. you even
0: more absurd and you're getting extra meals at lunch because you are Corey's friend and you're you're totally. riding the coattails yeah. like totally. uh, you know i'm dating the cheerleader now because i, think they I just know knew Corey.
2: if the roles were reversed right it actually makes more sense sean's the one who blows up the, the lab lies and Corey's obviously the moral compass. Right. So the fact that they yeah. reversed our roles for the sake of the episode, they were uncomfortable with completely going there, but then don't go there. Then just have Sean right. be the one like, Corey, let's get on the news. Corey, let's go lie to Feeney. Right. Like, Sean right. should be taking advantage of it. I don't know. Just any point of view. Was strange?
1: Yeah. Uh, Corey tells Sean, this is the lowest point in his life and he's going straight to hell. And the worst part is they'll expect him to put out the fire. The fast-talking news anchor, Connie, is prepping Amy and Alan for the newscast. She encourages them to cry on camera if they can, and then they'll load up the van and they'll be drinking by nine. Rusty. Turner and Eli so are so good in
2: this. He's, he's awesome know. in this. Oh my god! Looking him at so the and him, and him
1: is like the excited to be gra- on
2: TV. The microphone. what a choice! <laughs> it's like, so he, good. he chooses to do it in this moment. Like, he doesn't even have any lines when she's like running oh, them through the bit, and in the bets you're like, oh, 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 oh! But then he's also
1: like oh. really happy to be yeah. there. Huh? Oh, huh? it's so. He's awesome. awesome. It is, he's it is awesome. so cute. And then we see that Turner and Eli are also there watching in the corner. Can we also? This is where the absence of Morgan. It's yes. so palpable. It's I am. It's like everybody's
2: here. The whole family, we the whole family. community. Nope. Yep. Except the Except little, little sister.
1: <laughs> Except, by the way, the little sister who would have totally shined in yes. this moment of yes. like trying to take over, would have been a basically. Great- yeah
2: character to have inserted in here this is probably yeah. when they
0: started going yeah we we need uh, we, to we need, we need, to, back. We need yeah. to figure this out yeah
1: yeah Eric comes down to introduce himself to Connie and he tries to give her a weather report Connie starts her news report without a- a- Alan Amy and Eric while Corey tries to switch spots with the sound guy and Sean is stealing food from the craft service table there is so much going on in this yeah. in the scene just so much yeah. going on Did
2: you guys find it kind of jarring to see film equipment on our set. Yes. Yeah, it was weird. Like, it C was weird. Stands. Like, seeing a boom mic. The second mic yeah, I saw a C-stand and, and yeah. a boom mic, I was like, Whoa, yeah, no, wait, that's <laughs> a mistake. That's not, <laughs> you can't show that. Right. It was yep. so weird. It must have been, yep. yeah, I mean, I guess no one in outside of the film industry would have recognized those things. But that's, like, what it looked like to us all the time. Like, right, that's the, our you. Yes, like, we always have those that equipment and, like, C-stands and, yeah,
1: it's so weird to have it. And, and people with headsets, like, it's yep. just, yeah. Guys with the booms. Guys with the booms. Alan starts talking about Corey. Then Eric jumps in to talk about Corey, but brings up the weather and Alan sends Eric up to his room.
0: I thought may I protrude is funny. May it I was pr- very, may I protrude. May I
1: protrude? That was funny. Alan and Amy say Corey hasn't changed since being a hero and he didn't do this to be a hero. It just had to be done. Corey doing the right thing is what makes him special. They proudly look over at Corey and he disappointedly walks into the kitchen. Connie tosses the next segment to Rich Herrera, and Eric yells no, no! from upstairs. There was a whole lot going on in there. No. Then we are in My the Matthew's. My part is slash- still
2: rusty, just the way he like grabs oh, the so mic good. and is like oh, so, it up so and
1: funny, just-
0: oh. and d- looking at the different cameras, like exactly. oh, it was so know. great,
1: and kind of stumbling over his words, and oh, it yeah, was great. very funny. So then we're in the Matthew slash Feeney backyard. Feeney is yelling at the camera crew who have some of their cables on his azaleas and their generator next to his bramble bush.
2: My bramble bush. Mm-hmm. My bramble bush. Now, do we find it weird that we never see a camera? No.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Not really. <laughs> <laughs> we use crazy. Like, right. our cameras are the actual are the, cameras. The, right. It's like, if you're going to break this wall without break, like, you just, just have somebody setting up a camera in front of our right. cameras and right. then everybody, but instead they're looking at art. It just drives me crazy. Yes, yes, yes. It drives you're right. me that, crazy. Is,
1: that is weird. I like that. Uh, yeah.
2: I'm sorry. You do? You I do. You like I, do. It? So I, do. I do. I like but it. But we've done it so many times where we've had a camera in the set. Right. Like we've always, you know, and and when you were doing news shows like this, they didn't have sophisticated, Like they, they basically no. just used video yeah, cameras. So, yeah. Right. So you could have easily just had a handheld. Why not? It's right. Like, it's, it's not so like easy. we had a lack of cameras around, like, or couldn't afford yeah. it. I think probably for
0: because reason then just you've chose... got cameras set up in front of our cameras. So it's like, yeah, it's that's bizarre. what makes sense. That, but that, it's kind of blocking. It could have the shot, also just been so. on a
1: tripod. You wouldn't have even need a person manning the camera. You yeah. could have just put it on a tripod, yeah, or
2: just like the boom person. You just see it as a cutaway. Yeah, and you right. never yeah, have yeah. to show it again. You just that show a cutaway, like yeah, oh, there's some there. people with a camera over there. Yeah, that you right. can do. But yeah. then they're looking into our cameras, right? When they're right. Yeah. 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 I think so. I hate that kind of stuff. It drives me crazy. <laughs>
1: so Corey walks out and feeney says the eyes of philadelphia are on him tonight but Corey doesn't feel good because he's not comfortable going on tv and being a hero feeney says a hero is when someone does the right thing even when the right thing isn't easy to do and that's when Corey realizes feeney has known the truth all along but feeney says he doesn't have enough facts Alan and Amy come outside to grab Corey, but he finally admits to them he's the one who started the fire. He says it was an accident, but he was thinking he wanted to be someone he wasn't, and he knows that was a mistake. He kept hoping it would go away so he wouldn't get in trouble. Amy says it didn't, and he is, and Alan says Corey has to go inside and tell Connie he isn't going on live TV. And he says Connie will freak, and Alan says, well, she can get in line. So now we know Corey's going to be in big-time trouble. Before Corey walks in, Feeney says, well done. And when Corey says, so you did know, Feeney corrects him and says he didn't know the truth, but he did know the character. Heroic. Then he says he'll see Corey at school tomorrow on a Saturday to paint the chemistry lab.
2: This, and I then, mean, it's, a nice, it's nice to have Feeney over the fence giving real advice to yeah, Corey yeah. in a moment of crisis. Yes. I just wish this had just like a... Little rewrite, some yeah, some, you know, a couple more days rewriting this and and because like, like this scene is great, like the, yeah. the stakes of like the news crew is in the other room and Corey right. has to like retreat to have a crisis, but it didn't right didn't quite feel like a crisis, like it didn't, yeah, like I wasn't sure what Corey was giving up that was so important, like it it would have been really nice if. He was, you know, we've we seen him on stage, like, being loved by the jocks, but, like, Topanga's not really into Corey being popular. Sean's not into Corey being popular. Like, what is Corey getting that, like, really affects him in, like, a way, like, it would have just been nice to see a relationship
1: Well, I would have wished the, in point, the point that would have bummed him out, that would have been crossing the line for him is, I'm making a fool of my family. Right. This isn't just affecting me anymore my parents who are well-meaning established people have to, lie, people, uh, have to or, are, are out there unknown like basically looking like a fool have you ever yeah. been in a situation with a friend or a romantic partner where other people all know a story and you're the only one who doesn't and mm-hmm. and you're suddenly like wait a minute how come I'm like all these other people know this thing about you and I'm supposed to be an important person in your life and I'm the only one who didn't know that story like that there's a there's a part that you feels like you kind of made a fool of me like I mm-hmm. I went Out there. And so that I would have, it would have really, and I think that is what they wanted is that Corey saw his parents on TV talking about what a special, amazing, good hearted, would always do the right thing kind of kid. And he was like, man. And he knows he's not. But it didn't quite land as he, I wish that they could have. It's coming
0: right off of an episode where the whole thing was him going, of course I'm going to do the right thing. I always do the right thing. I was raised well. And it's like, we just. And your reason is because you want people to know who you are. That's your reason every week. And they always know who you are. Right. Right. So I I guess I guess
2: that is the thing is that it's still sort of abstract. Like, I want to be popular. I want to be known at school for something. It would have been nice to to make that concrete in some way. Like he is actually I don't know, like this, like just being on TV.
0: I can't believe I'm going to make this this analogy, but it's summertime switch. Right. It's like you almost want him to do what Fast Freddy did, where he turns around and bags on the rich people. And that's what makes the girl like him. So it's like you almost want he's doing it to impress Topanga. But what actually impresses Topanga is when he finally comes clean and tells the truth. truth. Like something like that. Yeah, Yeah, Topanga is actually a little
1: icked out by how much he's enjoying the perks of being a hero until he comes clean. Yeah, Yeah, I can see that. And with 25% off, you can send some to
0: mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma.
1: Go to books.com and use promo code world for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S S.com
2: promo code world.
0: Books, promo code world. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a
2: head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh...
0: Visit
2: ExpressPros.com today.
1: All right, so we're in the school hallway. Janitor Bud is taking away Corey's locker genie. He says Corey saved his life, but Feeney signs his checks. Then he asks for the clicker back from Corey and Mrs. Fraud, Love a.k.a. Topanga. Mrs. Fraud. Yes, <laughs> this is fraud. Uh, she's completely pointless and not needed in this show. But she does wear amazing cowboy boots, so thank you, Sarah Markowitz. And, and may
0: never even get into the fact that he's. This is the thing that bothered me. He's obviously lying to her the whole time too. I mean, he's lying yeah. to his girlfriend. And never mention that she mm-hmm. doesn't seem to care. None of that seems to happen. They don't no. talk about it at
1: all. which not is, yeah.
2: not needed. Could have nope. gone the uh, could have gone the other way too, where like Topanga's getting perks for being. Like, yeah. really, she's super stoked on being, like, Corey's totally. arm candy as he's, like, being And then that would put pressure on him to, like, yeah, there's a million ways Could've to done make anything. it more. Yeah, just I mean, th- it makes
1: view. no sense that in 304, they were like, we do not need this character in here, but we have to have her in 305. If I'm, I'm just not needed. Like, yeah. I guess it must have been that they were trying to make their minimum of what they were guaranteed to pay me or something. And so they might as well just throw me in. But it really is. I'm completely pointless in this episode. Another no POV doesn't need to be there. Um, Super weird. They could have easily done all this just without Topanga needing to be there.
2: Super weird.
1: Corey says he's happy just being plain old Corey. He puts his arm around Sean and Topanga says he's got his best friend and his girlfriend. And then he walks into Tommy who says, hey, kid, move. Hey, he's got his old name back, too.
2: Nice callback.
1: Yeah. I like it. Dr. Sorrell tells Tommy he can miss tomorrow's lab, but when Corey walks up to him to give him a note from his mom for a doctor's appointment, he says, tell it to someone who cares. And Corey says, it's good to be me. And that's our show. (laughs)
2: Couple not great ones in a row. I've got a mm-hmm. great flower print shirt in this final tag though.
1: Like, Do you? Yeah. There you go. I love how much you're. You know, you're Ryder really, your wardrobe.
0: I was gonna say when Ryder really leans into the wardrobe, you know, he's he's not he's an, already invested. checked out on the yep. on the episode.
2: Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, obsessing over the C stands and cables. Yeah. And you know, then I, where's the camera? Yeah, <sighs> I don't know, man. It's it's not. I'm not. Didn't love these last two episodes. Neither, neither. Either. Yeah. Didn't a hate them,
0: but they're not. They're not great. Should I agree. we
1: discuss? the the mini fear we have Will, while you were gone we yeah. we have a little bit of a mini fear should we discuss it just really sure. briefly i i feel
2: like we got i've been told and there were comments uh-huh. when we entered season 3 that season 3 was the Our best, best season, season. and World that when season
1: 3 people. comes around you guys are really you hit your stride it becomes yep. really great you guys are going to love season 3 really? oh just wait till you get to season 3
2: and so far i'm not feeling it but yeah. uh, to be fair I felt this. We all felt this way. Yes, the drop about shock five of episodes season into, two. into season mm-hmm. two.
1: So you're right. Maybe
2: this is just the way it goes. Uh, yeah. But it is not like I loved the double lie. Season, yeah. The episode two. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. I did not like the first episode. No, it was um, weird. That was
0: the I whole the just third forcing the Topanga issue. Was
2: okay. the I love the when Corey says I when
0: love
1: Corey you. When Corey says to Topanga, I love you and Topanga doesn't say it back, was it was so a little weird. Yeah. It okay. wasn't. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't but, my you favorite. Know, it wasn't
2: but three great. and or but four and five have have not. I don't know. No. It, it feels off.
0: Um I think we're all better. We're all comfortable as getting more comfortable as actors and are finding our characters. So for mm-hmm. us on a personal level, I think it's better, but Yeah. Some of the episodes are not again, I'm I, I I don't want to I don't want to watch a whole lot more of Corey is doing something crazy because he wants people to know who he is episodes and Sean is running away. Like I'm kind oh. of I'm oh. kind of done with that. I think let's, I, let's, I think that's let's, I know. Forever, man. Let's get it. My God, let's get into the Topanga stuff. Well, let's, let's, I, know. Well, I think that Avery
2: yeah. is going to become Cory Topanga, Corey Topanga, and then we're going to get sick of that. But I think that's right. what. Right, it, right. I mean, that becomes Corey's main storyline. Sean's right. storyline is like always looking for parents, always looking for a home. So that's going to I'm going to keep running away and ha- and being very dramatic and Well, then...
1: until until Angela, until Trina right. arrives, then right. you have then a very have a, romance story a, romantic, right. yeah, yeah, a romantic a yeah, romantic yeah. storyline. Yeah, I know. I was also just like, "Oh, season 3 is when the real Cory and Topanga story and then we started off with such a like, yep, I'm in love with her. I'm going to yep. be with her." And then it's just been like, "Who is that person? You yep. have not <laughs> needed that person? I don't nope. know who that person is." It's, so yeah.
0: Very strange.
1: Very well, strange. Well, we'll see. thank you all for joining us for this episode of Pod Meets World. Our next episode that we will recap is season three, episode six This Little Piggy. Oh, no. <gasps> the it's pigs.
0: The It's The pig one.
2: Okay. What? One of the pig ones. We have multiple pig we have a couple ones. Of pig like ones.
1: you do. Like yeah. you uh-huh. do. Yeah. It originally aired November 3rd, 1995. You can follow us on Instagram, Pod Meets World Show. You can send us your emails, Show at gmail.com. And we have merch.
0: Handelsvar. That's
1: Pod Dutch for World. merchandise. <laughs> like, is what? it really? <laughs> yeah. Pondesvar? Yeah, I don't know if you
2: to see the coop. What is it? Yeah. All you need to
1: see as the coop. Yeah. Project in the
2: look and see
0: it for yourself. I looked at this. See? There you go. Let's bring back the Dutch.
1: Podmeetsworldshow.com. Will, send us out.
0: We love you all. Pod dismissed. Pod Meets World is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Danielle Fischel, Will Friedle, and Ryder Strong. Executive producers Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in charge of production, Danielle Romo. Producer and editor, Tara Sudbachsch. Producer, Jackie Rodriguez. Engineer and Boy Meets World superfan, Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon, and you can follow us on Instagram at pod meets World Show or email us at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers.